crack me in the ankle. All right. Oh, there's a bear. Okay. There go. Hey! Uh, welcome to the B-Team Podcast. Uh, my name is John Macy. Today I am joined by Josh Krubner. Yo, yo, yo. And Milos. Hello, hello, hello. For our, uh, I can't say this is highly anticipated by anybody, but we're doing it. Um, uh, a, a review. Delayed, of, I think. Yeah. Only by, delayed so long. only by a little bit. It's only been on home video for like three days. Um, uh, a review of Morbius starring Jared Leto, Matt Smith, Jared Harris, Tyrese Gibson, and Al Madrigal and directed by Daniel Espinoza. Um, so, uh, I guess the, and we usually talk about, you know, how we were first exposed to this and, and, uh, our anticipation for it and whatnot. I can just say that I did have a ticket for this on opening weekend and I was curious enough about it based on Leto to actually go. And then that was the week that I dislocated my knee. So I didn't think it was worth bothering with the ticket uh so i then waited a couple of months for the home video release and uh now regret it even that yeah so, I Josh, you, man. i'm glad i didn't see this one in the movie theater yeah but i still paid for it so yeah i, I regret <laughs> even that bummer. Um, i was actually kind of kind of sort of looking forward to this one just because i, could, I thought it low-key could be decent enough as far as the Morbius exposure, it came from basically Spider-Man animated series. Mm-hmm. That's about all I knew from him. Right. But I also busted my ankle, so I couldn't go to the movie theater. And thank God, because I right. myself. Yeah, you and, and I, I sort of have the same. Yeah, we were originally thinking about doing this on opening shortly after opening weekend, because yep. we were both planning on going. And yep. uh, we ended up going the home video route. Uh, Josh, any pre thought yeah. Um, well, let's see. Morbius is a character that has always sucked. Uh, he definitely sucked on the animated series when they turned him from a vampire into a, he steals your life force energy by touching you. Um, I had no interest in this movie. I did not pay to see this movie. I watched it David Lynch style because I heard how terrible it was. Um, I'm, I'm amazed it had a director. I thought it was just kind of like thrown together and, uh, you know. Adobe, um, it has the weird look and feel of an early 2000s comic book movie with none of the charm, mm-hmm. and uh, I just had to see for myself how awful it was, and it was pretty awful. Yeah, yeah it's very bad. Um, You're not disappointing very... in that department, that's for sure. Oh, I and I'm going to add that I'm, I'm done pretending that Jared Leto is a good actor. I never understood the fascination. I saw him in American Psycho, Urban Legend, and Fight Club. I don't know if he did any like super Oscar movies beyond that, but I've never. Never found him really good. I still don't. I mean. I feel like he's one for this, knowing that it, how bad it was. 
Going false images. Marvel does it where they'll like deceptively edit things that are actually in the movie. The, the Morbius character in general kind of sucks, and um, although I do think there would have been a way to do this movie that would have at least been interesting, like if they had kind of leaned into the into the horror aspects of this character. more blood disease that's kind of killing him and he sometimes times can't go out. And wouldn't the patents alone make him a bazillionaire? I mean, yes. <laughs> you know, you, you could argue like it would have to go through testing and stuff, but just even the, the grants and funding behind doing it, period, he would have been on like every magazine cover. I mean, this is like somebody, you know, researching the cure for AIDS. Like there's going to be national coverage and they're going to be on all the talk well, shows. I might be I might be mistaken, but didn't he, wasn't he supposed to Get some reward from the Kingdom of Sweden or something that he, he turned down on. the Nobel Prize, basically, because he thought it was bought off or something. Yeah, I mean, but in, he obviously but in, got some reclaim out of these. Whole yeah, right. But I mean, John, John is correct. He would have billions of dollars. He would have unlimited yeah. funding. And see, my problem is they they work in this thing where the Matt Smith character is somehow funding him, but. Yeah, I'm not even. I'm not even clear how the Matt Smith character has a job. It seems like he can't even leave his fucking house. Yeah, because I, the way I gather it is, he's probably inherited the wealth. So, yeah, so with inherited money. And then like Otherwise, Jared Harris, you know. Jared Harris plays some like generic scientist who kind of keeps an eye on Matt Smith. Like he's sort of like his caretaker, I guess. And. Um, and so then, you know, uh, Morbius develops this serum, which, you know, he somehow takes vampire bat DNA and merges it with human DNA, and it essentially turns him into a human vampire bat, uh, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. And, and, and another quirk is, like, it has to be, it's like a specific bat. It's not, like, just any bat. He goes to, like, Costa Rica and does some weird thing with bats, and then... And then they cut to a lab, and he has this serum and whatever. And I think they kind of explain that, like, when he drinks blood, he gets like superpowers for short periods. And then he gets superpowers, but then he might or might not have a bloodlust. 
Oh, okay. Oh, here's what Corey and I couldn't figure out because she was enough of a saint to actually watch this with me, and she never once made fun of it. Although we were both sitting there for most of it, going, "What the fuck is going on?" Um, but uh, did he always have the powers? And then the the blood thing was just maybe he would freak out and turn into the monster. Uh, I don't. No. I, no. I can read the blood. Okay. So he starts off by he, he uses he uses the from the badass that's yep. he uses the he uses the artificial blood to like f- to buy off the bloodlust basically and then eventually finds out that the artificial blood will only work for a certain amount of time and the to- he's building up a tolerance to it so it works well, he, less he kills less. a bunch of people on a ship and then he thinks that he's killing people but he's not which is a really hilarious trope from old horror movies that like no one has ever seen and I really doubt they ripped that off. I think they just had the same stupid idea. Well, I don't even... I mean, what you find out is that Matt Smith, you know, he's he's developing this serum thing, and obviously he thinks it doesn't work because it turned him into a monster. And Matt Smith wants it because it's he even thinks it's better than the way he's living now. But Morbius says, no, I can't let you do that. It's not safe. So what you find out is that he takes it anyway, and he's he starts and the Matt Smith character starts killing people because he gets the same, essentially the same powers that Morbius has. Um, right, and, but so here's my thing. If Matt Smith was going to die anyway, yep. just let him take it. Who gives a shit? If it kills him, it's his choice. Right. There was that. I did kind of think that like the, they're very unclear about like how, how or on what sort of timetable this illness would kill somebody because clearly they're both like supposed to be in their thirties, I would think. So like, you know, they've had this since childhood. Like you would think they would be either dead by then or way more decrepit than they are. I think, so, I think there's so what an aspect this of it like? at some point me... when they were kids first, they were kids. I think they bring up the fact that they can't, they won't live too long. Yeah. That's where the timetable comes from, but I don't think at any point they say like there's a certain number of years. Like, well, like so, what, what this sounds throw. like to me is this is Amazing Spider-Man two all over again, and whoever the idiots at Sony are have one plot point, and it's you know magic infected blood. I actually think, based on what the trailers had in them, I think all this stuff with Matt Smith was added in after the fact. Yeah, because I think the. Uh, the Keaton Vulture was supposed to be the bad guy. And no, that was never going to be a thing. Okay, because I, I, th- I thought at least the Keaton Vulture was going to be in it more, and he was going to be the one kind of pushing Morbius to be evil. Yeah, no, um, that, they sold, that's how they sold people on going to see the movie, because they right. wanted people to think it was in the Spider-Man universe. Yeah. It wasn't. And it, and it sounds like they filmed a lot more stuff with Keaton than they actually used, for example. Um, I don't think so. Okay, because he he made he made it sound in an interview like he'd done a bunch of stuff for that movie that they didn't use. Um, so I I don't know. I mean, he could have just been saying well, that. I mean, I mean, this is jumping to the post credit scene a little too early, I guess. But yeah, if if your if your intention here is to build the Sinister Six with, well, I'm guessing Venom and then Vulture and now Morbius. Morbius would have been better served just being introduced somewhere else. Yep. As a side character or somebody they breathe in. Yes. And just giving him a movie. Yeah. That... So what the trailer did. So did... Job at it. 
what the trailer did was it banked on the fact that people knew Morbius as a Spider-Man character. And there's like murals of the Tom Holland Spider-Man on the walls that he's walking Which past. Which are all taken out. That doesn't exist in the movie. It's, it's yep. just a lie. You could at least say it's in the same universe as Venom, though. I don't think it is. Yeah, but they make... They make the by bringing Walter in the kind of place that is in the MCU, not in the Venom universe. They make well, direct reference I'm, to Venom, though. He calls himself Venom as a joke that we would get, but it could just be because he's a bat, and that you know he's like, "I'm Venom." Right. No, no, I'm Doctor Michael Morbius. I mean, and maybe I'm reading into it, but what was the thing that the two cops said was that thing in San Francisco? I assume that's something having to do with. Venom. That's where that. I, I think it's another thing where they're just trying to force connect it, and that would have been a trailer line that either did or didn't make it into the trailer. I don't yeah. think it's in the Venom universe. Yeah. Well, yeah, so I they even I, did I, a bad job of like letting you know in which universe this is movie set up. Yeah, like, yeah. You don't know. I, I've had canon it at least to the point that it is in the Venom universe until they say it isn't. Um, <laughs> not that I think they're going to do another one of these, but um. So then you, after the big fight with Matt Smith, where he he comes up with some sort of serum that will reverse the powers and kill him, and he makes two, and he, he at one point was going to use it on himself at the end, I think, or that's why he had the second one. Um, so big fight, Morbius wins, and then we go to the two post credit scenes, one of which is just, you see the, the like purple sky thing from No Way Home, and then suddenly the uh, Michael Keaton vulture just appears in a jail cell. Mm. Um, and basically they make the argument of like, well, he's, you know, he showed up in this, he showed up here and he has no criminal record here. So we're just going to let him go. Um, and then for some reason, the second one is just Morbius driving out to the desert and, uh, he meets with Tombs for whatever reason, who says, and he has the, he somehow has the, uh, a version the of the, a version of the Vulture Stark Tech suit, which explained to me how he was able to build that again, um, with a, probably no Stark Tech in this universe. Uh, so then on, he basically says, you know, guys like us should get together to do some good. And then the last word of the movie is Morbius going intriguing and we fade to black. Um, so yeah, this was just a nightmare to be frank. Um, I, I got to give it a little credit. I, I kind of enjoyed like the first 30 minutes while it was a lot of the setup. I had no problem with, I thought it was kind of interesting. And then like the early stuff where he's first getting the powers was interesting. But then once, once all the stuff with Matt Smith starts happening, and I generally like Matt Smith because of Doctor Who, but yeah. all the dumbass shit they do with Matt Smith, like this movie just goes off a cliff. I mean, so Milos has the uh, Vegeta icon right now. I mean, the movie ends with Morbius doing a fucking bat Kamehameha. It was the greatest yeah. worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Now let me yeah. ask you. Let me ask you a question. The one thing Corey and I, one of the things Corey and I couldn't figure out was every time. Morbius did anything there was like he had like these weird mist trails around him all the time and I, I couldn't help but think that was because the CGI was so shitty 
that they were trying to do something to cover up how shitty it was. No, they were, you're giving them too much credit. They were trying to replicate a bat sonar type thing and a vampire moving at super speed thing. And it just is terrible because everything is terrible. Okay. I just thought it was like they did the first renders of the CGI and were like, this looks like crap. We got to cover it. Um, so they no, did I mean, the CGI did look like crap, but the, the specific reason for that animation was to try to make him look like a vampire. Like it, okay. it's right out of uh, Vampire Diaries, Buffy, anything with like fast moving, glowy eyed vampires. Okay. Um, the other. And I do have to say, like looking back at it as much as I don't want to, the. Fast <laughs> well, you're here, stuff, aren't you? Yeah, the fast moving stuff I was actually okay with because I was like, ooh, they're actually doing something that kind of looks good on screen because everything else was just like, uh uh-uh. Yeah, and if, you can make the argument it moves quickly enough that you almost don't have time to notice how shitty it all is. Um, it's really like, when you consider it, like, this movie is really, really short. Yeah, it was maybe, I mean, with the credits and stuff, it's like an hour 45. Um, and, oh. and it still sucks. Like, yep. Uh-uh. Here's my other question. So, he gets essentially sonar powers, right? They they use the scientific term echolocation, right? Yeah. Which, which I believe, if you follow the comic, is not something Morbius has. Um, but, my bigger question is, echolocation should just be like, hey, I'm in the dark, and I know how far away this wall is from me. Why the fuck did he get super hearing from it? Um, I think bats are supposed to have, like, enhanced hearing, too, but I just thought that was because they had big fucking ears. Yeah, and I was just like, why does he suddenly have Superman hearing because he has fucking bat radar? Well, they did like, some stuff with his ears. They even do a close-up at one point. Oh, okay, he has, like, maybe. Some sort of, like, membranes yeah. and whatever. I'm sure like, I'll at it, some it, point... Go, go. I'm sure I'll at some point watch this again, and maybe I'll look for that. But no, not, don't watch this again. Not anytime, yeah, not anytime soon. You only have so much life to live, Joe. <laughs> true, true. Um, they do just so, think like 50 years from now, there's going to be a Josh type <laughs> person who's going to look forward to actually watching Morbius. I mean, so, if, if you want, you know, really bad, <laughs> shitty vampire movies, I can recommend over 200 of them. Right. I guess my question with this in a larger sense is like, I know that you know, Sony feels the need to capitalize on a lot of these things, these like Spider-Man adjacent characters that they had the rights to. Right. But like, why is it that they think that this way of doing it works? Like, well, because it did work initially. Like they made a fake trailer that made it look like it was crossing over with the MCU to mm-hmm. the point that it would almost be a direct sequel to, you know, no way home, possibly the Raimi movies, and definitely uh, Homecoming, and it wasn't. <laughs> like right. People like you thought this was a movie about Morbius either battling or teaming up with the Homecoming Vulture character. Maybe Venom would show up, maybe Tom Holland would show up, and it's a world that knew about Spider-Man. And was that Tom Holland, or was it Toby, or Andrew? But none of that happens in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess they've... I guess they've been somewhat emboldened by, you know, as far as all these side projects, like they've been somewhat emboldened by the fact that the Venom, the two Venom films they did with Hardy 
have actually been reasonably successful. So now they probably feel like they can do other things, but some of the, the things they're planning on doing are just like, you can't convince me these things are going to work. Like the, the Craven, the Hunter with Aaron Taylor Johnson, like why? And, uh, Madam Webb with Dakota Johnson, like who, who cares about either of these, any of these things? Um, I mean, I'm on the same page. I don't care. I'm like, you know, yeah, these aren't going to make money. Yeah. If, if two mean, in a row yeah, fail, we're going to go scam down. But if you want to build up the Spider-Man universe, and I think we covered this like pretty much every time we did anything Spider-Man uh, connected last year, it's like, you have so much potential. Like, yes, you have the role gallery, and yes, you have all the different spiders you can do. So it's like, why are you trying to pull like the most obscure characters and bring them onto the screen? And like, yeah. even that, I would be kind of okay with. I'm okay with Craven the Hunter. I'm okay with Madam Web, even though they make absolutely no sense. But it's like, well, wow, I mean, there's like, an why them? Like, you can bring them in, but like, bring them in. Something else, like okay, don't do TV shows. You're not gonna do TV shows. You're gonna do. I mean, personally, like, to me, put like two, three characters in a movie. Like, you're, make, you're right, Milos. There are better ways to do this, and either it's it's some sort of rights pissing match with Marvel, or or they just are stupid because you could what you could be doing, especially I would think after the the relative popularity of that cartoon from however many years ago that was now, I don't get why they're not doing, they're not using live action miles movies to introduce all this shit. And then, you know, I still think that, um, the MCU bought the rights to miles. That's possible. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. Where I'm, that's where my head is. Like, I think the only because thing, like, the only thing that makes sense to me, any miles Morales live action stuff is because Marvel's going to be doing it. Yeah, the, the only thing that makes sense to me is if you're going to do this shit, they would have done a Felicia Hardy Black Cat movie. She is easily right. the most popular, you know, side Spider-Man character. Way, way more so than Morbius or Madam Web or Silver Sable or anybody. I think the MCU has the rights to her. And right. if they have the rights to Felicia Hardy, they sure should have the rights to the Prowler and to Miles yep. Morales. And they definitely... And they well the prowler right they probably have a side deal a a version of the prowler was in a version of the prowler was in homecoming even though he wasn't he was not shown as such but he was there um and you're right about black cat too because there have been there were two separate times at which um a black cat involved movie was talked about after uh around the time of amazing spider-man 2 uh apparently the felicity jones character who was like uh norman osborne's secretary or whatever was was felicia and they were going to do a spin-off movie with her and then at some point recently they were talking about a a silver sable black cat movie that was supposed to be was supposed to start production a couple years ago but like Mm -hmm. To me, like all these things are just either, either I think what they've got to do if they want to make these movies work is they've either got to come to some sort of thing with Marvel where they actually will allow them to use like Holland or whoever um, to to get people to go to these, or they've just got to give it all back. Like, what is this other than Venom? What is this doing for them? 
you know. <laughs> well, what he's doing is making the money because as long as they have the rights and Marvel is the one that's making the movies that they can profit off of, it's a money-making machine that they're not well, yeah, going to let go. No, you're right about that part of it, but then why take that money and make some piece of shit like this where you're going to lose most of whatever that margin was? I have no idea unless it's something related to the fact that they have to make something in order to not lose rights. I don't know. I think, well, yeah, that's possible because it's convenient that, you know, I think the first Garfield movie came out right at the tail end of the rights window after... uh spider-man 3 so yeah it's possible they have to be working on something to keep it in place yeah so i don't know this was just i guess and like josh mentioned josh mentioned they probably have a side deal with marvel at some point where there's certain characters that they're not gonna touch right like, you know black cat like miles morales because right use them and they don't want sony basically I mean, it sounds like if if you believe what was said about back when Venom 1 came out, they wanted some sort of at least like cameo appearance by Holland. But Feige and Marvel have some sort of input into that. And their response was, no, this movie looks like shit. We're not going to let you do that. So, like, what, you know, how are they? I just don't see how unless they can somehow change, change the terms of Marvel where it's like. You know, we have these rights, so, you know, if we want these characters in our own shit, you don't have a say in it. Or, you know, I just think I if you don't... Think, do... I mean, you're, you're definitely more well-versed in the Spider-Verse than I am. Yeah. You kind of all the comics that you read, and here's my question. It's like, you know, Marvel is not going to make Amazing Spider-Man 3, so you can bring, like, Sonic can bring Garfield in and do Amazing Spider-Man 3 type thing. Well, I, I he keep hearing... Spider-Man, that... and then you can bring in Ben Riley or, you know... I keep hearing it's funny that you bring up uh, a third Garfield film because the the thing I keep hearing is that Venom 3 is going to have some sort of multiversal component and he'll end up fighting Andrew Garfield in that movie. Dude, that's just like, I mean, it's basic, like, just sit down and when you look at big picture or whatever semblance of big picture you have, like, there's so many Spider-Verse stuff that you can do. Yeah. Even without using, you know, Holland or without bringing in Miles Morales. Just because, and like, I know that stuff, and I'm not even that well-versed in the Spider-Verse as you are. Right. You can, like, knock off, like, I don't know how many Spider-Names off the top of your head. Then yep. Sonic can actually focus on, bring them in. It's like, then you can have their own Spiders. They don't have to deal with Peter Parker. The Peter Parker and Miles Morales are going to be Marvels. Right. And yeah, it certainly I, has big enough rogue gallery where you can branch off and do other stuff. But it's like right. you have to have something that ties it together and it's not going to be Venom, like, or at least not the way that they're doing it. At least not to this point, yeah. yeah. You would think if they were going to do that, they would have done it by now. Because, um, I mean, like, just as fans, like, you want them to be successful. You want them to actually... The stuff that they're doing, you want them to have success, they do more of it, but it's like right. they're doing such a crappy job. And it, it seems like, like you know, it seems like, like uh, leave it, alone. it seems like the Venom movies are the only thing they're doing right now that have any level of success to them. I mean, we didn't like Let There Be Carnage all that much, but compared to this, it's a fucking Oscar winner. Um, oh, yeah. 
Definitely. You know, and then and like, I'm okay, sure use that... venom to branch out, but it's like branch out from the venom and then use venom as the tying piece into like your other bringing in lo- rogue gallery stuff. Like, we yeah, we did call so it potential uh, there. What did we call? Uh, as of I want to say two weeks ago, they announced the next Venom Epic Collection is going to be a reprint of Venom Carnage Unleashed, which is the one where he goes into the internet when they don't know what the hell the internet is and he kills people playing a video game. Oh yeah, we talked about that a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so I mean. They do have some plans. I don't think any of those plans are good, with the exception of, you know, maybe Venom 3. But, I mean, we talked about the Craven movie. We talked about Madam Web. I've heard, you know, they announced the fucking El Muerto thing with that rapper guy. Like, what? Uh, yeah, I'm like, who even is El Muerto? I keep hearing rumors of an Olivia Wilde-directed Spider- Spider-Woman film with her as Jessica Drew. Um... I'd given what they've done with that character in recent years, I'd much rather see her uh, under MCU control, but that's just me. Um, so yeah, I just I feel like where Marvel plans this stuff, and you know, we can talk about wh- how the degree to which they actually plan it is a separate discussion. But while they actually plan stuff, it feels like Sony just kind of throws shit at a wall and just kind of hopes um, and yeah. very. Very little of it actually that, works. That's what it actually looks like. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, th- based on how bad this was, if if and when Craven and Madam Web come out, I'm not giving them theater money for either of them. There's no well, way. Like I always offer, you know, I know you're not really local to an AMC, but if you can get to one, I will gladly a list it for you because I know you do like to see things in the theater. But if you want to yeah. go the David Lynch route, I will gladly hook you up. Yeah, I'm perfectly for those two. For example, I'm perfectly happy to wait till they're out on out for rental um, and whatever. But yeah, so this was one of our quick and dirty ones to get this one out. Um, I'm sure that uh, I can't tell if people maybe like more of the things where we fit on stuff. Um, so this will definitely give them that if uh, if anybody listens to this. Um, so we will be doing uh, the Corman Fantastic Four sometime next week uh, with um, our – we did do earlier this week, we did do about a 90-minute show on the three modern-era Fantastic Four films, and our new recording mechanism sort of ate it. Um, so we had, I think, of the uh, 90-some-odd minutes that we did, about 15 minutes survived it. So we're well, just going to – We can, uh, you know – do a, a pretty extensive recap on the other show and, you know, cover our, our main points and just, you know, skip fan four stick entirely. This is fucking terrible. Yeah. And that, that one actually can be done in five minutes too. Yep. Because I think I'll be the only one on that pod who's actually watched it. So, um, Oh, I've seen you, it. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. You just weren't willing to watch it again. Okay. I only needed to watch it once. Yeah. Okay, so uh, well, up were... until the uh, up until the fact that I watched them from the for the podcast, like I didn't, I saw it in the movie theater, and that was about it. I didn't even see that it one. Wasn't in the a movie that... so, bad. so you got. Well, me, I didn't got see that. back when the original. I mean, the original back when the oh five and oh seven were coming to the theaters. Uh, I couldn't really go to the theater, so I never really watched them in theater. So this was like first time. Okay, I'm gonna right. go see Fantastic Four in the theater. Yep. So we'll, you know, like you said, uh, we'll, 
we'll recap those when we do the Corman one. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'll try to get this one. Uh, I got to run this through the audio converter thing that Justin recommended, and then I should be good. We should be good to go. Um, yeah. so I'm right, going to try stopping this one first. Let's yes, see. I'm going that to. I'm going to dismiss the recording machine now. I will see if I can uh, rally Justin and Brendan for some. Oh, that's very, right. You want to uh, do very obscure content. You want to do the horror thing, right? Uh, you know, we'll we'll see if it happens today or tomorrow or the next day. It would help if I typed One of it. these days. Apparently, I can't spell the word "lead." I mean, Milos, if if you want to watch the original, like I, it's cheap as shit, but it's actually really good. I highly recommend it. I can gladly send you the link. Oh, the YouTube link? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I saw you posted that. I'm not too high on it at this point. Maybe I give it a whirl at some point, but definitely not in time for the podcast. So. There. Okay. okay, boys, I'm cutting her off. All right.